Episode of the She Ventures Now podcast. I'm your host, Gayon Nicole, and I'm also the founder of SheVenturesNow.com, where I encourage millennial women to make quantum leaps in personal change. Those changes can mean changing your career, leveling up your love life if you're a single woman, and even starting a business from scratch, which is where we pick up. In today's episode, I'll be interviewing a former classmate in my grad school program, Quincy Smith. Quincy is a real estate investor and developer, and he's going to be sharing his ups and downs, his highlights, his lessons learned in his business startup journey. Listen and take note. Welcome to the She Ventures Now podcast. Thank you so much, Quincy, for making yourself available uh, to endure my questions about your entrepreneurship journey. No problem. Why don't we go ahead and just jump into things? Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself so that some of my listeners can hear about who you are, how we're connected, and what you do. Um, my name is Quincy Smith, and I guess I'm a real estate investor, developer, and I guess avid reader. Okay. Um, how we met? We met at Nova. Uh, I guess a RETSA event uh, with the uh, MSRED program with uh, NOVA. Perfect. And so why don't you tell us like what phase of your business and, and real estate investment business you're in? Um, well, I, I don't I, I don't know how to classify it or put it in whatever phase. How um, long has it been open? Um since 2009 okay. so and it depends on who you talk to you <laughs> know I, I can be an established uh business or i can still be in the beginning phases uh in my mind i like to, to think that i'm uh, a little bit past the beginning stages um i've kind of moved towards uh different types of real estate transactions than uh in the intro stuff. And so why don't you go ahead, and this is sort of the purpose of my podcast with She Ventures Now, why don't you go ahead and peel back the layers and tell us a bit about the triggers for you in your journey in deciding that you wanted to start an investment business, go on your own, and like make this your thing. You know, uh, our listeners don't know this, but you you had a, a stint in the Army, right? Yes. Um so I was a uh, military officer, logistics officer in the uh, United States Army. And I guess I was looking at career progression and, and the lifestyles of senior leaders in the military um, and kind of decided, you know, if, if that's what I wanted my life to be like um, or if that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life so that answer was no (laughs) 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 so uh i started to you know kind of get back to um real estate um i got a couple of family members uncles that was into real estate so i grew up around it but i never really pursued it um until 
I can't I kind of made the decision to say, well, let me let me do something other than um, government and federal work. And when you started, it, I think you told me one time that you got a little pushback. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so w- within the, the military community, there's an enlistment side and there's an officer side. The officer side is, is looked at as more of the, the strategist or the, the person that kind of puts in their, uh, not necessarily managers, but kind of the, the think tank. So if you want to, for instance, get um, logistics or supplies from the Port of Miami to um, Haiti, somebody has to plan that, strategize it, game plan it, war plan it, what's the good, bad, what's the good, bad, and the ugly of what could happen. Um, so there's a a thought process in the military that officers shouldn't have, you know, outside ventures. Um, and I just didn't believe that, you know, I, I didn't believe that, um, that I should be pigeonholed by whatever system or whatever, uh, job that I had. So when I first started, um, my real estate company, it was, um, I got some some pushback from senior leaders telling me, you know, officers don't do that, and um, you shouldn't do it. You need to focus. And my only question was, is my work wasn't slacking, my my performance wasn't slacking, um, physically, mentally, I was all there. So um, I I continued. Did they ever snicker or bring it back up or, like, try to use it against you, the fact that you were running your business while you were still in the Army? Yeah, it's always those, um, not necessarily snickers, but uh, you you get that, that the kind of look like or you hear the rumors that, you know, he's not dedicated to the military. He's not, he's not totally sold out to becoming a general officer. And the reality of it was that I wasn't. I wasn't, you know, 100% dedicated. I didn't, my my goal was not to become a general. I didn't want to be, you know, a general officer. I didn't want to work in the White House. Those were not my goals. Those were not my my ambitions. Mm -hmm. So um, all of the snickering and rumors, and it, it didn't bother me. That's interesting to not get necessarily support about, you know, the type of lifestyle you want to have beyond your army career from people who were over you during that phase of your life um, and phase of your career. Let's take a, let's take a quick pivot. Um, One of the reasons why I started this podcast is I wanted it to be a safe space for entrepreneurs to, to sort of disclose maybe their pitfalls and their blunders and what I like to call their best failure moments because obviously we don't want to necessarily dwell on the failure or even like accept that it's a failure. I think failure is definitely part of the success formula. But what would you say was was or some of your best failure moments that taught you how to run your business today or taught you to be the kind of man that you are today? Well, I, first of all, I don't think that you can find any person that had any smidget of success mm-hmm. that that hasn't failed um it's just it's those nuggets of failure 
that kind of teach you um, how to be successful. So, like, for instance, um, real estate and marketing. Marketing is a, a key component of real estate investing. Um, what I was doing at the time was wholesaling. And you, you live and die by marketing. Your, your business is leads. So if you generate leads, you get business. If you don't generate leads, you don't get business. Um, and m my, my process was I was doing the one-man show. I was everything. I was the marketing manager. I was the field agent. Yeah. I was I was the business banker. I was I was everything within the process. And where I felt that, even though I had success, I had I came in and I had success. But where I saw I was failing that is when each time I got a deal or each time I got a contract and a deal, the rest of my business suffered because. I did the marketing, I got the lead in, I, I went on the call, I got the contract, and then I had to go market the call and find the buyer for the uh, for that for that particular lead. So the rest of my business systems uh, or lack of systems um, failed. So my marketing failed off. I wasn't answering calls. I wasn't following up on leads like I was supposed to. So um, that taught me that I needed to build some systems within my business that can can handle that as I see the lead through to closing. Wow, so it's 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 really interesting for you to hear that because I know for myself in my own journey systems is proven critical. And I think for a lot of people when we when they set out to start a business they don't realize you can only be a one man show for so long like you can't think that you're going to run this business and not have to leverage technology leverage outsource help or get a virtual assistant or something you know um you can't keep the processes inside of your head they have to be on paper they have to be documented so you can delegate and 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 become more efficient um let's move on what are some thought patterns or aha moments that you feel like you've you've had or like epiphanies you've had while while working your business and this is beyond failure right it doesn't have to be a failure moment but aha moments that kind of awakened in you like wow like man this helped develop me this helped um accelerate me anything um one thing i can speak to is that um affirmations um affirmations to me are key to success because it, it it helps shape the mind it helps shapes you and prepares you for whatever success so i i had a list of affirmations that i used to get up in the morning while i'm brushing my teeth i used to say these things over and over throughout the day i had them on a three five five card i would pull them out read them throughout the day <coughs> and so affirmations they really really helped develop me and prepared me to receive whatever it is, whatever kind of success that I was going out there. And it was, it, it helps you, my affirmations were more of a, uh, a confirmation for future success. Like I, one of my affirmation was, I have all the tools and resources I have to become a multimillionaire right now. So that was an affirmation that I said to myself each morning. So it was something that, spoke to the future and it spoke to what I had in my present right now so I had all the tools and resources to be a multi-millionaire right now any other aha moments 
some other things that uh that was was key for me um like the the key part for me is the personal development um out of those affirmations came me reading more books and more um more things to develop me as a person it it got me interested in um like what what can what can i read that could develop me to to be a better not just investor or uh businessman it was just just like a better person overall mm-hmm. because i think like you attract what you are you know if you if you if you're thinking success you're believing success and you're walking living and breathing success success is going to come yeah so you 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 i kind of i think you kind of build your own like little bubble of success around you through uh, mindset through each and every day your daily habits affirmations be your own curriculum your own um personal development plan with books audio video things that you create for a successful mindset love it i love it i love it so let me get your take on this especially because you're a seasoned entrepreneur right and and, and i know and what i've heard about you is that you you don't just you don't just run an investment business you have a you have an itch for other ventures. Is this, is this correct? Yeah, there's a, um, other things that I want to do. Right. So I want to hear from your perspective. What's What do you think is the one thing that makes or breaks a novice entrepreneur? I think um, the make or break point for anyone going into um, any entrepreneur venture is not being able to see um the the problems that you're going to have initially because when we go into being an entrepreneur only thing really we understand is that we want to be independent we want to make a lot of money we want to buy cars we want to get it's 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 more material and it's more freedom driven first yeah so a lot of people stumble because it's not it's 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 a lot of hurdles along the way and uh majority of the people quit too early just because they had um one thing happen that didn't go their way so illusions of grandeur so i want to you know some people are not realistic about what they want to do um they want to be a billionaire and an entrepreneur but they want to sleep in to 10 30 11 o'clock <laughs> uh so that that's not going to work that's not going to work i think you got to you know you there has a there has to be a, a go-getter mindset and um if you don't have that then i don't i don't think success is going to follow you thank you that's that's really it's tough for some of us to hear even me to hear because i know I'm pushing myself with my own uh, business endeavors, and yet I love being convicted in hearing someone else say, you really can't push yourself beyond where you're at in personal development, basically, you know? But let's start our rapid-fire questions. These are these are quick questions to get quick answers in your opinion on, you know, your school of thought and how you view entrepreneurship. First one, if business operations and branding were in a boxing match, who would you say would win? Business operation. Why do you say that? 
because nobody knows your brand if you don't have an uh, operation. <laughs> you can build a beautiful brand, but if you don't know how to operate, get it out into the 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 market and have it operating, then who's going to buy it? Gotcha. Number two, you've been given the task of writing the manual on entrepreneurship. Page one says. Wake up. Explain that one. <laughs> well, just like I just said um, in the previous question, um, it's entrepreneurship is 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 a is a wake up call. It's a it's a slap in the face. It's a hey, I need to develop myself. I need to get right over here. It's a self assessment. I'm not a good salesman, or I'm not a good marketer. I'm not. It's for me. It was it was me breaking myself down. And saying, hold up, wake up. You need to do better at this. You need to be better at marketing. You need to be better. You need to find a better funding partner. You need to find. So all of those things, I was just addressing deficiencies within myself. Got it. Love the insight. Rapid fire question number three. The cost of starting up your business has been, and this is not exclusive to financial. It's been great. I think um, the cost was, was definitely worth it. I, I'm I'm a totally different person, and uh, I kind of like the the people and the, the the lifestyle that I live now. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Number four, great customer service, according to Quincy, would be follow up. The fortune is always in the follow up. <laughs> Number five, what's your personal philosophy on sales? I don't know. Um, as far as sales, it, it's just it's it's only one thing. Just get it done. Don't take no for an answer. Gotcha. Number six. Who would you say is your maybe top two business mentors? Um, this is crazy, but um, Robert Kiyosaki is definitely a mentor of mine, and I've never been to a seminar or never been to anything that he produces. Um, I, I just read five or six of his books and that's what got my, my wheels turning. And, um, I have an uncle, uh, named Melvin Moore. That's, uh, that I can call, I have access to him. I can call him, ask him about anything. Nice. Got the hook up there. <laughs> Number seven, last rapid fire question. What would you say has been your greatest success moment so far? As it pertains to monetary, or uh, I'd let you define that. Well, my greatest success was like, it, in my opinion, was my first actual successful transaction because it it let me know that how much was it? It was fifteen grand, and uh, but it it let me know that it it could be done because. When I when I when I started uh, real estate and I started wholesaling, there was a lot of people telling me that it, you couldn't do it. Like you, you can't do that, Quincy. You can't do that. That's illegal. You can't do it. You can't do it. So when I finally found the people that said, "Hey, yeah, you can do it," and here's the paperwork to do it, and then I went out and did it and went to closing and grabbed a check and it was fifteen grand. I was like, "Whoa, this is real. Like I can I can do this and make money." <laughs> love it 
so inspiring seriously and this is the grand finale question for you Quincy again thanks so much for your time uh, she ventures now what I'm doing is, is sort of curating an online life coaching brand focused on millennial young professional people who are encouraged to make those quantum leaps in personal change um, and typically what I'm really really honing in on is resetting your career starting up starting a business and resetting your mindset right but one of the things that i notice is common for all of those changes is lifestyle redesign what would you say has been the main way you've had to redesign your lifestyle since you started your business and continue operating it um the main way is is through personal development yeah i think that's the regardless of, of mentors and all of the things that you're going to have and all of the advice, good, bad, and indifferent that you're going to receive through your entrepreneur uh, walk, you still have to remain consistent in what you want to be and how you want to do it and how you want to get there. So that personal development plan is critical. Like if, if you just get personal development right, like all of the rest of the stuff, I think, I think will fall in place. Because as you be, as you develop yourself into a better person, you're going to get better at interviewing. You're going to get better at marketing. You're going to get better at sales. You're going to get better at transactions. Then develop. Oh my God, I got I can do KPIs. I need to I need to find out what is key. Yeah. So I mean, so those things as you develop on as a personal on a personal level, it is it, so critical so critical in my opinion That's all I have for you today, friends. If you're interested in leveling up in your career, creativity, or your confidence, schedule a free consultation at SheVenturesNow.com.